Welcome to Season 6 of the Directors Club Podcast, exclusively for Child Care Center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned Child Care Center owner. I took my corporate experience, paired it with my sister's early education background to create easy-to-implement business practices that have made our center, Scribble Time, a huge raging success in our community. And now I'm here to share it all with you to help you gain back time in your day, jumpstart projects you're working on, and find and hire that next great teacher. Let's do this. Hey there, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. And today I'm going to be discussing with you how to break down policy into procedures. And for some of the policies that we have at our child care center, they're really basic. And other policies that we might get from the state or from our us as owners of things we want done, they could be more complex. And so while this process is going to walk you through a, like a more complex case, we can definitely break this down into easy processes that we want to get followed. Because we all know as child care center directors that sometimes it is a struggle to get things operating consistently at the centers and to get the team to consistently do it. And each of these steps will really help you work through that. All too often, I know, it is a struggle as a director to get them on board with being consistent with stuff. It's hard sometimes because we might communicate a policy and it's interpreted different ways. And so if we come back to this podcast, to the nine steps, and you really go through it, I think it'll really help you get some of the policies that you have at your child care center to stick. So when we're working through this, I want you to think about one policy that just is not getting done at your center and think about, as I'm talking, ways that maybe you could implement some of these steps. All right, so number one is review the policy. You yourself have to understand what it is. If you're writing it or you're receiving the policy, really go through it and start to thoroughly read the policy and understand its goals and its requirements. This is really going to help you identify what needs to be accomplished and determine how to break down the policy into procedures that our teachers need to do. Step two is identifying key elements. So once we have a good understanding of what the policy is, identify the key elements such as responsibilities, the scope of the process, and the consequences. And we're going to get into that a little deeper into this podcast. This is going to help you determine like, what needs to be included in the procedures and what doesn't. So step number three is develop steps. This is by far, even if it's the simplest of tasks. By far, this is super helpful. And one reason why I love to see checklists, because it just makes it easier for people. So what you need to do is look at the policy and determine the steps needed to implement the policy, including all the tasks, the resources, and the timeline of it. This is going to help you ensure that the procedures are comprehensive and cover everything that you want it to cover. So think about even when you're laying out, let's, for example, say that you want your team to hand in the curriculum every month on the 15th, let's say, middle of the month so that you have time to review it and then it begins getting implemented on the first of the next month. 
So you have all these things that need to go into it. We need to add in social emotional skills. We need to make sure there's art in there. We need to make sure science and manipulatives and math, like all the things that you know. We can't just say to someone, oh, implement the curriculum, develop a curriculum for me. They have to know what they're going to need to develop. And so this is really going to help you if you go through and you give them, okay, you need to find one week's worth of all these different learning outcomes. And you need to find activities that go with them. Or and you need to choose a theme. So you're like really laying out, pick a theme, develop the curriculum with a maybe a curriculum web. Start doing this, even telling them to start doing this right at the first of the month. The first week of the month, you are picking a theme, doing A, B, and C. So you're plotting out what the month looks like for them to develop curriculum. Tell them they're using rest time, right? During rest time week one, you're doing this. Week two, you're pulling it all together and it's ready by the 15th. I feel like when we help, some people aren't going to need that. Delete, delete, delete. We have to also look at the people we work with. And some of them are not going to need that detail. Some of them are. And it's super helpful if you just have it ready to go. And some of the teachers aren't going to need it. And some really are. So number four is assign the responsibility. So assign responsibilities to specific individuals or teams at your center. So this will help ensure that everyone understands their role in implementing the policy. Now, I want you to think about a policy that, like trash, okay? I'm thinking about you have an issue that, you know, the diapers smell, like during the day. And, or you have a ton of diapers for some reason. You're in like one of those things where you have more kids that are not potty trained than potty trained. And so you want to take the diapers out every single day to help you make sure that it doesn't smell. And so you could say to everybody, oh, during rest time, take your trash out. Well, what if you just said it to me and didn't say it to my co-teacher? What if she didn't see the notice that you sent out? Are they going to leave and leave the room out of ratio, which I doubt? How are they going to get that covered? Things like that. I want you to think about all the things, like who are you going to assign this to? How are you going to get it done? And really assign the responsibilities to people in the classroom and make sure that they all understand that this is their role. That's the job that they need to do. If we stick on assigning responsibilities, also want you to think about this if you're thinking about curriculum again. Because we've had situations I've seen where the curriculum is due on the 15th at my center, personally, and the lead teacher is the person that pulls it together, but they have co-teachers or newer teachers that work with them, and they also participate in curriculum. And the co-teacher has to understand that the curriculum's due on the 15th, not due to the team leader on the 15th, but to the director. So they have to get their stuff done earlier. So everyone needs to understand when the due dates are and then plan accordingly around that. So I want you to think about that too. It's so important that we say to people, it's due into the office on the 15th, but the, you and the lead have to work together to get that done. We've had issues where deadlines have been missed because someone in the room didn't hand in their portion of the curriculum on time. And I think it's so important that we're very clear on responsibilities. Step number five is to create the actual procedure. So a policy is a rule that you have in place at your center to cover whatever it is, health and safety, curriculum deadlines, like whatever. 
but the procedure is actually how you're going to get it done. And that this is where we need to really put our efforts into this piece of it. Again, like I said, develop clear procedures, concise language that is easy for everyone to understand and to follow. And again, using step-by-step instructions and include any of the forms and documentation that you're going to use for it is so important. I love a checklist. And so if you need have a policy coming out and you might need to just like bullet point how it gets done or have a checklist on how it gets done, I think that is super helpful, especially for our visual learners. And for people that maybe have AD that can't focus on things, a checklist is super simple for them to just go right up and down the list and check it off. Number six is test it. Test the procedure. I love sharing a new policy or procedure with some of my more seasoned teachers. I give it to them and I want to know their feedback, if they think it's going to work, if it's going to cause them more work, how how they feel it's going to affect them during the day, things that we could adjust beforehand. So I think it's really important to test the procedure. I know a center that We'll test a procedure just in one classroom before they go rolling it out through the center so they can get feedback. I think it's great to bring everybody together and talk through it. Staff meeting, I think, is the perfect place to do that, where you can sit there and you can discuss, is this going to work? Is that going to work? Number seven is provide the training. As ridiculous as it might sound to take the trash out at rest time, but If you have typed up a procedure that we're doing this, you now have added take out the trash to the cleaning checklist or the rest time checklist in the classroom. We, everyone knows who's responsible for that. You can talk through it. Okay, every day we're going to be taking out the trash. When the float comes in to cover lunch number two or lunch two person comes back, that's when teacher A goes outside and brings the trash out so that we always maintain ratio. Sometimes you get to spell it out for them. I know here I have seen teachers walk right out of the classroom and right to the trash bin coming from other centers that don't maintain ratios all the time. And so where I'm from, there's never a time you can't maintain ratios. So you must figure out a way to take the trash out, do the bathroom break, whatever it is, with the right number of teachers. So talking through this procedure and really providing the training and support to them will really ensure that they understand the procedures and can implement them on their own without you. This is really going to help ensure that the procedures are being followed correctly and my favorite, consistently. Number eight is to monitor for implementation. So regularly monitor the implementation of these procedures to make sure the changes have worked as you had wanted them to work. This will also help you ensure that the policies are being followed correctly and effectively and make improvements as necessary. So I want you to think about this monitoring. I think it's important when we implement a new procedure at our child care center, and we could come up against people that are like afraid of change. They are not wanting to do it because they just don't feel like doing it, something new, and it's just like they feel like, oh, everything's always added to them. I want you to really think about this monitoring place where you're watching this happen, see how it's working. You know, I want you to walk around and ask them, how's this going? When we just implemented this change on the curriculum, how do you feel about it, that it's due on the 15th? Do you feel like your 
getting the time to do it? Do you need help doing it? Find out where their struggles are and what they need. It's also really good that if you've implemented a new policy and you catch them doing it, to say it to them. I love it that you're implementing this policy. I appreciate it. Center doesn't smell like dirty diapers anymore (laughs) after rest time, right? Call them out on it. Leave them a note, whatever you're going to do. But I think it's super important that we're monitoring how it's going and we're recognizing them when it does go well. And when it doesn't go well, that's okay too, right? Because then we're going to get into step nine, which is to evaluate the effectiveness. Wait how the procedure is going and make improvements as necessary to ensure that we're achieving the policy's goals. So what can you do as a director to do this? You could stop in the classrooms at rest time and ask them how it's going. I don't think it's a great, it's like crazy during the day when the kids are up and active. But if it's a good time that you can get in the classroom and ask them when it's quieter or out in the playground what's going on and if they like it or how you can support them in it. Do they need more resources? Like where it is to find out a little bit of the effectiveness. And then I want you to make the changes that you feel need to be made based on that feedback. It's a really good time all the time to reflect on any new policies that we have or existing or new. We could, we should talk about that and really see if the effectiveness of the procedure is really achieving what we want it to achieve. Is it helping in the classroom? Is it helping in the office? Like whatever the goal of this policy is, is it really working at the center? So I think those nine things are super important. And I want to talk to you because I know this is going to happen, that when a policy is not being effectively implemented, it's super important to take action to assure that it's being followed properly. First, delete, delete the call. First, what I want you to do when you notice that something's not going right, I want you to evaluate the reason for the policy not sticking, such as lack of understanding or maybe the person's resistance to change or it's an ineffective procedure. It could be any of those three, right? Then I want you to take the steps to address the issue, such as providing additional training, maybe giving a little bit more support. It could be modifying the procedure to make them easier to follow or clarifying the consequences for noncompliance. We cannot just allow people to violate the rules at our child care center because they don't feel like doing things. It needs to be consequence for things. And as silly as it sounds with adults, that's the way it has to be. There's reasons why we have certain policies in place. And sometimes just explaining that to somebody, like the cell phone issue, there should be nobody on cell phones. They're on them all the time. Explain why you don't want it. Looks unprofessional, not really safe in an environment if you're focusing on your phone and not on the children. It looks so bad from an outside perspective, which is so funny that I just thought of this was when reached out to me because they're really struggling with enrollment right now. And first thing I do is review them, review on the websites. I look at their website reviews. I look at Facebook reviews, like what are people saying about them? And what was so interesting about the center was two people rated them a one that weren't even their parents that rated them. And they both said it. Two people rated them a one because they drove by the playground and they saw the teachers on the phone and they thought it did not look 
professional, and they both said they'd never send their kids to that childcare center. And these reviews were done almost a year apart, so it was interesting to see that feedback. So you could share that with them. Don't want people from the outside not wanting to send kids here because I want to keep paying you. Really give your vision about why these things are happening. It may be also helpful to you to gather feedback from everyone involved in implementing the policy and make changes based on their suggestions like we spoke about in the reflection. And as we regularly monitor and evaluate the policy and its implementation can really help you ensure that it's being followed correctly and consistently. And again, if necessary, if you have a policy not being followed and you really need it to be followed and you really want it to be followed and they're not doing it, that's when we have to move and shift to consequences, whether we're writing people up or we're actively hiring to replace people that don't want to follow our policies. So let's break this down again. We went through nine steps to break down a policy. So number one, review the policy yourself. Figure out exactly what needs to be done with it. Number two, identify the key elements. You have to have a good understanding of the policy and the scope and responsibility and the consequences of it not getting followed. Number three, develop steps to implement this. Four is to assign the responsibilities. That way everybody knows clear cut who owes what when, who needs to do what when. Number five, Create the actual procedure. Again, I'm loving checklists. You can throw it in a checklist. You can bullet point something. You can make a graphic about it. You can put it in your policy handbook, wherever you got to do with it. But create a procedure that's super easy to, if I walked in your center, I could do it by looking at it. Number six, test it out. Make sure that it works. Talk through it with some people. Number seven, provide training. So ensure that you're always training your team on these policies. And the ones that aren't sticking, add those to your next staff meeting and go over them again with everybody. Number eight, monitor the implementation. You should always be evaluating how things are going with certain policies to ensure they're being done consistently and really support the team in doing this. And the last thing is evaluate for effectiveness. No one needs policies that really don't need to be done. So by breaking down policies into procedures, it's an important step in ensuring that they are properly implemented at your child care center. And when we follow these nine steps, it really can help early education teachers understand and follow the policies, which will result in a safe, nurturing, and developmentally rich environment for the children that we care for every day. I hope you learned something from this podcast and you can stop listening right now and go figure out those policies that are not sticking at your center and redo them. Go right through this list, rework them all, and at your next staff meeting, reintroduce them and have some good conversations about how to get them sticking at your child care center. Have an awesome day and I'll chat with you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know another director who might benefit from listening, please share the link to my podcast. I love connecting with directors and sharing business tips and tools to make your life easier. The show notes below have all the links I talked about in the podcast, along with my social media connections. I'd love you to tell me how I'm doing by rating the show or leaving a comment. Hope you have a great week and I'm cheering you on.